0: Hello and welcome to Dr. King's educational teletraining event. Today's topic is candida. Dr. King will educate us on the telltale signs and symptoms of candida albicans overgrowth. Dr. King will teach us how to conduct our own at-home candida test. We will learn how aquafloras High Potency 9, and Dr. King's Complementary Homeopathic Medicines help address root causes and ease symptoms and restore balance and homeostasis. A QA and a segment will follow Dr. King's training, so be sure to write down any questions you may have. And as a thank you for joining our educational call today, we would like to give you a free bottle of Dr. King's Natural Homeopathic Medicines i will provide the details to claim your dr king's natural homeopathic medicine at the end of dr king's training for those of you joining our educational call for the first time i would like to share a brief bio of dr Frank king he is a nationally recognized researcher lecturer and author with over 43 years of experience in natural healing for over 32 years dr king has formulated and manufactured the most comprehensive water-based homeopathic medicines that produce amazing results for humans and pets. He has dedicated his life to empowering everyone with holistic tools, protocols, and natural healing techniques to treat the whole person and to awaken your body's natural ability to heal and take your health to the highest level. It is always an honor and privilege to introduce Dr. Frank King.
1: Thank you so much, Jeannie, and thank you, everyone, for being on the call today. Uh, As you know, candida is one of those common denominator problems that really leads to just about every chronic disease on the planet. And chronic disease is really a true pandemic. More people, you know, suffer and die from chronic disease in general than than the total of everything else on the planet. Whether it's plagues, whether it's natural disasters, accidents, war—you total, war, total all that up—and none of that even doesn't even come close. The total of all the other causes of death—it doesn't come close to what disease, what death caused, co- you know, uh, caused by disease. And so, a lot of times, we just don't realize how devastating disease is. Uh, it is uh, truly, truly uh, much more than any, all the other causes put together. And so we wanna take disease seriously and this chronic disease pandemic is something that has been growing significantly with uh, every year. Uh, we are more vulnerable to chronic disease than ever before in history of the world. And, you know, obviously think, okay, what's different now compared to the history of the world? Why we have so much chronic disease? And it's, you'll see, you know, obviously there's diet that has shifted. Uh, you know, there's uh, toxicity that has shifted. Uh, and so all those things, uh, in, you know, have add up in a sense, to why we have chronic disease. And the good news is it's all preventable. It's all correctable. We can totally transform our lives and shift us away from chronic illness and disease. And one of those major common denominators behind chronic illness that causes us to suffer and, cause, and, and, and kills us. So... You know, it ruins our quality of life, and it will kill us. Is chronic disease, and a common denominator again is candida overgrowth. Yeast is another term. Yeast, candida, fungus, uh, mold. These are all really of the same family. Or, you know, in so when we think about it, you know, why isn't medicine really like onto this? because most drugs are behind causing candida overgrowth, and most drugs actually do lead to chronic disease because most drugs actually suppress symptoms. And when we suppress symptoms, we send symptoms deeper. You know, it's like, think of pop psychology. And if we happen to have uh, an offense with somebody, and we suppress that offense and don't address it; it can become and grow into a bigger problem. It can be in where all of a sudden now we have this deep-seated anger about this issue. When if it was dealt with from the beginning with the original offense, it would have we would have nipped it in the bud. And you know, but that problem, if not dealt with and sent deeper and suppressed it. And then it grows bigger. We send it deeper into our body, and homeopaths have discovered this from for now over 200 years. And you'll see it by a famous homeopath called Doctor Herring, and Doctor Herring is known for Herring's Law of Cure, and that is when you, you know, they saw the beginnings of allopathic drugs manifesting, and they said that is suppressive. Sending the disease deeper into the body. Yes, the symptoms go away, but did they cure? Did you, you know, did you, you know, or did you send the disease deeper? Did you suppress it? In the case with most of the allopathic drugs, and by the way, Dr. Hahnemann, who founded homeopathy, also coined the terms homeopathy and allopathy. And allopathic medicine is the common suppressive style medicine that is you know that we people use today, so we we don't always say we don't want to suppress it we want to express it that's what homeopathy does it expresses awakens our healing powers within us to work and to come to life and come to greater awareness to be able to cure and that's what homeopathy is it's called The gentle cure. We can use the C word here, cure. We can say homeopathy is curative and corrective in nature. And so it awakens our healing body. So another term I use to describe homeopathy is that it fills in the holes in our wholeness. It actually, you know, fixes, it makes us more whole, more complete more empowered to overcome the illness and to be stronger at the end of the treatment rather than when you suppress things, you're commonly weaker at the end of the treatment. So that's, again, why I'm such a proponent of homeopathy. It is something that is uh, truly those curative, healing, restorative, helping us become more whole more complete. You know, I uh, was a candida kid. I had candida at an early age and didn't know it. As I learned about it later through practice, you know, school and going into practice in the late 70s, we've been screening all of our patients for a number of things, adrenal fatigue, candida, uh, we, you know, we're working on building immune systems and, and, and making people stronger. And I went from being this candida kid where, you know, I would, I remember when I, I had a beard for a long time and when I shaved it, I had all this kind of rashes on my face and I was, it know, the candida was just, had overgrown inside of me. I had chronic ileocecal valve sim, symptoms between the valve, between my small and large intestine a lot of things, this was all due to chronic candida in my body. It made me very weak. It made me my immune system weak. made me well you know where I was allergic to so many things. I was the poster child for allergies. I was the poster child for recurring viruses. And it was the candida that was one of the keys that made created all that weakness within. So as I began to treat candida, uh, you know that was one of the foundations, and it was one of the foundations to treating all of our patients as somebody that might not have had their mute. I hearing uh, a sound like uh, cash register or something. Uh, whoever is maybe uh, can check the mute. I'm hearing these sounds. Hello, hello. Oh, uh, thank you, muting. I appreciate it. Very helpful. I forget the mute, too, sometimes. My wife tells me that. I forget the mute. Uh, so with all this, you know, can't, treating Candida is one of the keys. Again, it's, a, it's a consistent. It's a, without you, We will struggle with recurring chronic and health issues if, you know, if Candida is behind it. And I have to say Candida overgrowth, is playing some level of a role, and probably in 80 to 90% of the population, candida is playing a major role in creating us to be susceptible to various forms of illnesses uh, and leading us into chronic diseases that rob our lives and kill us. So hopefully I made that how significant it's. You know, you can say, well, what are the telltale signs of candida? You have foggy-mindedness, forgetfulness. You have fatigue. You have um, weakness in your immunity. Uh, you know, these and digestive problems, gas, bloating, um, indigestion, uh you Also, it creates more toxicity. There is a connection. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Which came first, uh, heavy metal toxicity or candida? And we see this connection between the two. I think one p- feeds on the other. Candida is like a bully in our intestinal tract where it commonly starts. Anywhere there's mucous membranes from... Your nose, your mouth, your throat, esophagus, stomach, small intestines, large intestines, rectum, vagina, you know, all these places that have, you know, lined with mucous membranes, candida, there is candida, and it'll grow. And there's different types of candida. You know, you, we've heard of Candida albicans. Alba means white. It's that white cottage cheesy stuff that we've all heard about or, or may have experienced. Uh, you'll see it in babies with thrush in their in on their tongue on the roof of their mouth. You'll see the candida, you know, that is there. Why is it in babies? Because it is transgenerational, uh, and you know, and being transgenerational. We have, uh, you know, it comes, you know, it gets worse each generation. So knowing that, what we're dealing with is, uh, you know, if you had thrush or have a history of that as a child, cradle cap is another sign as a child. You see it in the crown of the head somewhere, uh, you know, as a baby you know, but it gets worse each generation. And the Candida albicans, again, is just one form. You'll see on our packaging, we have HP9 or high potency nine, because when we originally had this, we there was known to be nine different strains of Candida, uh, you know, affecting humans and animals. And yes, use this on your pets. It is very effective and very essential for pets because of the diets that so many of them are eating and what they're exposed to. Pets are vital to, you know, you know, with dealing with candida and chronic illness, itching, allergies, uh, cancers so high in our pets today. It is going outrageous growth, so of, of affecting pets uh, as well. So in candida is also very closely related to cancer. You know, there was an Italian doctor that did all this research, and it's kind of weird. He was very popular, going around, speaking, and all of a sudden he disappeared. So you know you're on the right track when you get, you know, when you, <laughs> I always told people I have a list of where to look if they find me floating face down in the local river here. Um, or, you know, somewhere else, if I disappear, here's the hit list. And I have a list of uh, probable, you know, reasons why I disappeared, left the planet. So, uh, you know, it does, you know, the cancer molecule and the candida molecule are very, as close as you can get in molecules. And because of that, there's this connection with overgrowth of Candida and cancer. Uh, that's all I want to say about that one, uh, without getting into trouble. So, uh, but it leads. There's uh, other forms of Candida. It's not white. Most of the forms of Candida, you don't, you can't really see it. it it's not that white cottage cheese. It look, it's you don't see it, you just feel it. And you feel the difference. Some forms of candida have a propensity to affect the brain. And with the foggy mindedness, forgetfulness, uh, you know, uh and and worse. The uh other forms of candida have a tendency to affect our energy level, where we have feel the fatigue. We feel oh after I eat I feel horrible. I just want I need to go to sleep, need to take a nap. Uh, It just wipes you out. Uh, Other forms of candida create more of an indigestion, bloating, and and some forms of candida cause you know gas that doesn't smell, and another form will cause gas that does smell. (laughs) You know just you know there are forms of candida. That affect the immune system, that have a propensity to create allergies, multiple allergies, uh, you know, more severe allergies where they get worse and worse over time, that they grow, um, you know, food allergies uh, that are elusive. There's a lot of food allergies, especially delayed food allergies, where you eat a food and this is one allergy I still have. It's to black pepper. And if I eat much black pepper, I will find probably about three to four hours after consuming it, I'll get this headache. It'll last about 12 to 15 hours. And, you know, so I don't eat black pepper still. Of the 87 foods that I was tested allergic to, I still have one that's my nemesis. So I might have to eat black pepper like... Two days in a row for it, to, you know, break me down. But it still does. You know, it's a um, something. I always something to work on, and you know. So there's other forms of candida that you know cause us to be susceptible to viruses. Some candida causes to be more susceptible and uh, into the fungal realm, and so on. So. There's many more than nine types of of candida now. So you know, I think the last count we had was nearly fifty forms of candida on the planet that's affecting human being, you know, vertebrates. That's humans, uh, animals. Uh, and we want to be aware of those. So again, it's great. Use this. There's a child's dose on the bottle. You use this for children, for adults, and for pets. Uh, all you know, everybody can benefit from you know taking the candida product. Now, some people, you know, just one bottle and they're on the good. Some people might take one bottle but need to do it about every six months to a year. You know, for more serious cases, the longer you've had candida. Okay, the more intense you've had candida, you know, the, the more treatment and time it's going to take. Some people might need to take candida for their, or candida formula for, uh, like I said, maybe once a year. Others might need to live on it the rest of their lives. Somebody else maybe every couple years or so. It's good to just go through and do a little candida cleanse. We weren't we weren't designed to eat so many carbohydrates. The first revolution that came in was the agricultural revolution, where we went from more primal foods, the way nature provided them, to growing and cultivating more grapes, more wine, more grains, more yeasts, uh, you know, more leaven, more you know, in in more carbohydrates. You know, we used to have put people on very strict rotational diets of very low, low, low carbohydrates, no sugar. Uh, we were had to do very strict rules. We called it the tightrope diet. It was like walking on a tightrope. And you know what we found is we put more and more found more and more homeopathic remedies that fixed candida we started formulating and creating uh you know the homeopathic that as i said earlier filled in a lot of holes in those wholeness and treating candida we found that when we started treating candida we get a lot of the herxheimer effects and that is where people felt worse before they get better and we tell them ahead of time and you know the people come patient come in and say doc i say how you doing and say doc I have the worst headache of my life. It's wonderful. It must really be working. <laughs> and so we trained people to kind of be able to accept that. But as we used more homeopathics, we realized the Herxheimer effect started going away. We got better results with homeo- with treating candida. And we didn't have nearly, as we developed the formula more and more and broadened the, the homeopathic potencies, of the triple potency approach, we found that we rarely got the Herxheimer effect. It activated the body to do it better, to correct the problem better. Instead of just killing the candida, we awaken the body's ability to manage candida. that can do it, manage it a lot better than we can by trying to kill it, by trying to force it, even with herbs. We also use drugs you know, that are for candida. And all the candida drugs are horrible. You know, I mean, they most of them, if you're doing antifungal treatments, with, you have to monitor the patient's liver while they're under the medication or almost weekly. And that's how toxic and damaging these drugs that they created for candida so that's why it's not popular. That's why medicine doesn't even want to touch it or talk about it or recognize Candida as a problem because they have no cure for it. They have no real answers. And so that's, therefore, it doesn't exist. And that is, in a sense, many times the big pharma mentality, if you will. And so, but it is real. Uh, and it is something we must address if we are going to not just try to survive but thrive in today's world, uh, from chlorinated water to high carbs to drugs to, you know, uh, you know sugars, uh, you know even sugar substitutes is horrible for you know, candida, uh, and you know zero calorie sweeteners horrible for manifesting candida. And so, you know, diet drinks and so on, horrible. So we want to be aware and we need to build back and, you know, I call uh, intestinal restitution. Uh, and that's what this does. So uh, with the candida, I'm sure I might be stimulating some questions. I think we're uh, getting to the point where, Jeannie, I You know, it's simple to take. It's water-based, so powerful, the Candida formula. Uh, And hopefully I brought some new light into this issue. Uh, Again, we don't have to force it. We activate the body to heal, and the body can manage it so much better than we can. I think that's a takeaway. Jeannie, I'm going to turn it back to you for some q and a Okay.
0: Sure, just one moment. Um, this is Ellie.